Welcome everybody to Beat the Shift Baseball. This is episode 47 for Friday, December 28th. It's almost New Year's, guys. I'm Alex Zui here today with the whole crew, Alex Rudy, Ray Estrada for Bone Marcazi. How you guys doing? It's crowded. It's crowded in here. Why why are we doing yeah. this in such a tight tight room right now? Question, did you say out Al- you're Alex Rudy as well cuz I think I heard did that. Did I? I don't know. I, th- I think I heard that, but I might be going crazy. You wish you were Alex Rudy. Well, yeah. I wish I was Alex Rudy. Yeah, that, I'd be okay with that right now, actually. That's fine with me. Um, yeah, so <laughs> we're we're here for our last podcast of the, the uh, of 2018. It's been, a, it's been a weird year. We started out oh. of the gates really firing on all cylinders. We were doing Team of the Week uh, for Beat the, the offseason last year. National. Beat, yeah, beat the shift. Well, you skipped a skipped a little bit there, but <laughs> yeah. And then um, then I I went overseas and then it was all thrown out of whack basically. But uh, I'm back. Oh, so you're I'm saying back you're, you're the now. one that keeps us together? No, I'm saying I'm the reason we uh we fell to pieces. Maybe you can you can put you can put the rest together on your own. You're... But uh, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm back in the states now. So can we just keep the international? Uh, podcast title anyway because we were for a period of time well we will okay well well we will be shortly there's a one month period where all of us will be in the states but then we'll uh, we'll be international again so yeah heck yeah and it won't be me this time so darn it you're you're (laughs) awful quiet that it will be me (laughs) It's uh, it's it's in the early stages. It's uh, can't give away too much information right now. I will have this hint: they do not have a thriving baseball scene in the country that I will be located. So in. you're gonna That's, forget everything. That you know. That doesn't that doesn't you're help that visit, much, Rudy. You're going to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> How'd you know? He's going to Japan. <laughs> are you going to Boston? Whoa! <laughs> hey now, um. We are going to talk about something. There's not been a whole lot of baseball news lately. Uh, we'll talk about one big trade that's happened since then. Um, but then the rest of the time, you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna hang out. We're gonna reflect on a very bizarre 2018 year of baseball, and uh, we'll go ahead and give some some bold predictions for the rest of this off season too. Because Machado and Harper are still out there, and they are. Making us all really antsy at this point. I just want something to happen, man. Like, let's get to it. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and start with the uh, the deal that went down uh, just this last week or so. So, Yasiel Puig, no longer with the Dodgers. They they sold him. They finally did it. How long have they been talking about trading Puig for? Uh, he's gone years. now. It's been a yeah, while. It's been a while. So, a, vi- a lot going on with this trade. Between the Dodgers and the Reds, the Reds get Puig, they get Kemp, they get Alex Wood, they get Kyle Farmer, and in exchange they send Homer Bailey, part of a salary dump to the Dodgers. Uh, they send a couple prospects the Dodgers way too. Uh, they get Jeter Downs and Josiah Gray, which is uh just pretty crazy. You're just you're just talking about that like I I played against Jeter Downs. He's our age. That's that's weird to me. <laughs> um. So, 
yeah, a lot a lot to process with this trade. Let's start with, I guess, what the Reds got in return because they got you know they got the actual major leaguers that are gonna be productive and doing something. So I don't know, Ray, you're the Dodgers fan. What you got? So this is in a way the Reds doing a favor for the Dodgers uh, by renting Yasuo Puig and Matt Kemp, who are both free agents after 2019 um and they help relieve that log jam help them free up salary to sign Bryce Harper potentially um so the Reds they know they're not competitive next year in that NL Central with three teams definitely better than the Brewers Cubs and Cardinals so basically you take these guys you might have some trade deadline bait uh to get some more prospects you get rid of your Homer Bailey problem. He was worth $28 million, including the buyout. The Dodgers did release Homer Bailey. He will not pitch for the Dodgers in 2019. Um, and End then, of an era. Yeah. The Dodgers get two promising young prospects, Jeter Downs, Josiah Gray, both um, project to start the year in about rookie ball high A. Uh, Jeter Downs, a shortstop. Josiah Gray, a hard-throwing pitcher. Um, so yeah, so the Reds basically taking on some players for the Dodgers for this year, while the Dodgers gear up to probably add another outfielder, whether it be Harper, AJ Pollock, or they've mentioned Nicholas Castellanos in uh, trade rumors, and the Dodgers get some more prospect um, bulk uh, for potential traders. You know they love hoarding prospects, and the Reds uh, get rid of Homer Bailey and his cash uh, and all the money he's owed. Yeah, so a couple a couple weird things that I wanted to, to bring up about this trade too. So for one thing, can we talk about how crazy it is that there's, there's major league prospects now that are named after somebody who played as recently as Derek Jeter? Like that, <laughs> that, imagine, so this guy was born in 98. This was the same year that that I was born at, it's around the time that we were born. Derek Jeter entering is or was either entering or third. in his third major league season. I mean, at this point, what won two World Series rings already? Granted, but that's a pretty b- bold thing to do to go ahead and name your kid that you know that soon after a guy started his major league career. Uh, and it's I, not like we're seeing a Jeter Downs in like ten years where the the dad and the the dad was clearly a fan watching Jeter right now. It's Jeter two years and three years into his um, career just take, taking that gamble. Yeah, this isn't exactly like a, a legacy that Derek Jeter had in, by 1998. So. Um... We were so. What what is would that be the equivalent of now? If if one of us had a kid in the next year, what what would be an equally bold thing to name name our kid if uh, <laughs> if that were to happen? I, I call I call Otani. You'd name your kid Otani, Otani Markazi. If you want that's equivalent, a, a nice flow. If you want equivalent, I'll go Otani. Okay, I, I'd it, say that's pretty. It, it's pretty close. Equal hype. What about you, Rudy? What's what's your kid getting named? Uh, has to be Judge. Judge Rudy. Yeah, I like it. I I mean I I would I might go the the same route there just because I'm also 
also a Yankees fan and all that. I'm trying to think of uh, Bellinger cool. would be bold if you want to have something a little unique. Ray or you Seager? Seager. Seager's a better first name than Bellinger. Samarja. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Oh, I I got it. Goldschmidt. <laughs> That's that's a great first name for a kid, right? Foltinevich. Foltinevich. <laughs> all right, we got we got plenty of great ideas for all you new to, and soon to be parents out there. So, you know, take your pick, but you know, make it bold. Um, another thing was that the Reds really hooked it up with this trade by trading Homer Bailey, because this dude on Twitter that said he'd shotgun three cans of chili if Homer <laughs> Bailey got traded actually came through he did it he posted a video and uh it was it was disgusting i, d- I don't recommend actually watching it but just take I solace in the fact that this guy kept his word so thank you for that cincinnati um you you touched on this too ray that the dodgers are clearly just trying to make space for someone that outfield to sign in free agency uh they're, they're gonna make moves i don't i don't know what else they're really going to do other than go after a Harper or a Pollock is kind of a backup there. But, you know, there's, there's something, something brewing there. They're setting the stage for something big. Do you think they're, they're for sure the best team in the West right now? Cause the rest of the division, the Dodgers? Kind of, yeah. Yes. Because the D backs have, uh, well, they got rid of Goldschmidt, which is a huge, uh, uh, loss to them. Um, the Padres aren't, Gonna be good this Why are the year. Padres the, Giants... the next team? Why the Rockies? <laughs> I'm getting to the Rockies. Are you getting to them? I'm going to the teams that aren't gonna be competitive. The Rockies are probably the next competitive team, and uh, you know they haven't really changed it. They're losing Lemayhu. They signed Daniel Murphy. That'll be interesting. But, oh um, yeah, I forgot. It. Thanks for remembering stuff that happened because I forgot about that completely. They, they, yeah, they did sign <laughs> Daniel Murphy to a two-year deal. Um, and so, but again, not really adding much on the pitching side, which is what you want in Colorado to build a winner. So yeah, Dodgers are still the best team in the West. Let's, I'm just going to remind everybody that the Rockies pitching last year was like the best in their franchise history. (laughs) So yes, it was, they can, they can, uh, you know, have a little bit of comfort in that, but yeah, I mean, it's always a weird, weird situation for them there. Um, all right, let's let's go ahead and just move right into what were some of like the biggest takeaways for each of you personally from from twenty eighteen baseball wise, uh, or I mean if you if you want to just like completely say screw it and go off the rails and just talk about like your biggest life lessons from the year, then I guess that's fine too. But uh, well, let's, let's stick ahead. to stick to baseball if we can. Um, Farbo, let's start with you. Biggest, what's one of your um, biggest takeaways from 2018? My biggest takeaway is next year I'm going to be able to see, for the first time in my life, a new manager at the helmet with the Angels. Um, so that's my biggest takeaway. And it's Brad Ausmus. Congrats. <laughs> and it's Brad. Hey, anything. That's like, that's new. so anticlimactic. You're like, it, 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 Mike Sosha's gone. But we brought and in Brad Ausmus. <laughs> yeah. And then. Um, <laughs> Happy retirement, Adrian Beltre. And yeah, that's that's another good one. Uh, Rudy, what you, what you got for us? 
Um, my baseball takeaway would be that I think the um, kind of interlude of the 2000s where small market teams were competing on an equal, equal competitive footing as the uh, traditional powerhouses is over. Now that teams like uh, Houston, Boston, um, the Yankees, the Dodgers, etc., have embraced Moneyball and building a farm system while also still maintain their financial supremacy from their markets. I think you're not really going to see uh, as many situations like the Rays from the late 2000s. Um, or, I mean, I know Billy Bean is still working his magic churning out some weird playoff team in Oakland every five years from thin air. But generally speaking, I think, um, you know, it's going to go back to uh, kind of this more dynastic format after kind of a brief, kind of relatively brief period where it seemed like really any team could accomplish anything. Uh, quick question. Do you, not about that, but about the Rays. Do you think the opener is going to be a thing? So that's yes. that was one of my takeaways. Yes, they yes. have reiterated. Yes, they have confirmed that they will continue to use the opener. I hope they do Ryan, more. Ryan Stanek is yeah. going to set the the major league records for starting a season. It's going to happen. Yeah, that was insane. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just you, just you wait. Um, yeah, I forgot <laughs> to mention that in an opener. So go ahead. No, I your your is a good takeaway though, Rudy. Yours is a real one that that requires a little bit more thinking, but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> that was not meant to be. No, Mike, social stepping down. Would have been the same thing. Oh wait, my life. I didn't do my life take my life lesson. Uh, live in the present. There we go. That's that's good advice, man. Be in the present moment. Enjoy, live life. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, that's that's good stuff, Ray. What you got? Uh, well, thanks for reminding me about the opener because I think it's a huge takeaway from twenty eighteen. Yeah, it's, it's it's okay. Um, <laughs> is the... <laughs> it's not as much. It's not as much of a thinker as Rudy. It was but... a it's, it was a quirky idea that turned into uh, a very successful um, strategy if employed correctly. There were teams that. Um, maybe didn't have the talent to do it um, or didn't properly execute the opener but the opener baseball is evolving and I the opener I think is a great uh, example of that also what if baseball is devolving instead yeah what if we get rid say, of the DH don't, don't ban the shift otherwise we have to change our name again and that was a terrible <laughs> process to go through eliminate ban the shift um, we should ch- yeah we should yeah. yeah ban the shift wait can we can we change that we change it every year anyway now can we we can that's an easy <laughs> fix we change uh, it once that now we change, change it every year <laughs> what is our no, name we, we'll, we'll, we'll cycle back. back we'll cycle back don't worry we'll get back to the original name <laughs> cycle back <laughs> we're devolving <laughs> just like baseball we're devolving as a podcast so uh, we need more Brody in our podcast. Ray, I'm sorry. What was your takeaway again? I don't even remember. <laughs> Just well about the opener. Great to see that baseball is evolving, and don't ban the shift because that don't is don't ban the shift. Just that is entirely point. against what uh, I mean. Just all logic. <laughs> there, all there's right. no reason to ban the shift. Wait, so can I ask this? Can I ask a follow up question? Not yes. to get changed until, but what do you guys think would be the next? major kind of strategic development left Ooh. in baseball since after 
Now we have the shifting. That's kind of played itself out. Um, this opener is definitely a great idea, though. The long-term implications of kind of the, you know, where are we going to live? The world where, you know, every team uses openers is going to really affect kind of starting pitching stats for sure. Um, you know, I think I think the next development kind of going off that, this is my prediction, is really you're not really, you're really going to be see start, you're really going to see starters, you know, really pitch four innings or so and pitch more, maybe twice a week more consistently. Um, or maybe going the other way, you could see just larger rotations, every team having a six man. I think I think you're gonna see pitching really dramatically continue to shift over the next like five years or so. That that'd be my prediction on how that's gonna develop. Just oh, even shorter my, outings, just a full yeah, on yeah. bullpen shift. The the full pen, the full pen. Yeah, you can let's coin that. Let's get I, on I, that. I, I could I could see the top tier starters still remaining relevant and perhaps even yeah uh, more valuable as that's as it, the though. opener. Uh, the trend uh, expands further in baseball. I could yeah. also see, say, fourth and fifth starters evolving more into more openers, or because nice. part of the opener too is basically the the traditional starter still goes, you know, five or six innings afterwards. So that'd be interesting. Interesting to see if it turns into a full bullpen game, or if those guys are still employed as you know long guys. Yeah. No. I. I mean, that's kind of how it's uh, how it's been trending anyway even if it hasn't been the intent. Uh, this isn't so much a strategy change, but I do think that automated strike zones are coming soon, and I think when they do mm-hmm. come, it's going to hit players hard because they they're going to have to adjust on the fly. MLB is going to have to adjust the way they, they go about that on the fly, and uh, it's going to be a really big whirlwind, and it's going to take a f- maybe you know multiple years for... For them to settle into something there a lot of outrage older fans and whatnot but i think it's coming soon because it's 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 more doable than it's ever been so you're running out of you know reasons not to other than you know umpire unions or whatever else you're working with uh one other thing that i thought was interesting um in looking at actually billy hamilton uh, who is a free agent right now? Who's released by the Reds? No, but, it's on the Royals. No, you know you're right, but I forget things, so <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> we're gonna forget. No, we're gonna we're gonna pretend that the Royals don't exist right now. Um, the fact is that teams, whether it be with Billy Hamilton or somebody else, could try to employ some sort of uh, on like on base shift with with their speedster. So you know, start a player. Who is you know much more likely to actually reach base than a guy like Billy Hamilton who gets under uh, on base under a three hundred clip and uh, bring him into the game right away because you know that kind of dynamic speed you can virtually oh you can you can create a lot of chaos and manufacture a run in a way that is I, a little bit intangible and then you have him on defense the rest of the game at least you have him on base once every game which is way more than you're getting before then so i think the royals are literally doing that they signed terrence Ward to the uh 24 man roster or whatever as there well there it is so. okay well, he's he's on their major, he's on their active roster yeah well okay that's strange he has no more minor league options 
Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to be paying extra close attention to the Royals. The, by far the fastest team in baseball. They're going to steal so many more bases. They're going to lap the field. They got Raul Mondesi. They got Whit Merrifield. They've got, um, like, Brett Phillips. They've got so many fast guys on the field. It's crazy. Truly um, a team that zags when everyone else zigs. I think I said that wrong. I think it, you, everyone's <laughs> zigging if they zag. You zig when everybody zags. <laughs> I mean, they're not watching porn either, so... Oh, that's right. That's, that's Excuse me? <laughs> you don't remember this? No. <laughs> this, is, this is a big deal. I know that Ned Yost hates the shift, though. We were just It's funny we also just mentioned that. Like He, he hates the shift and he wants pornography. Do you guys... What's the porn thing, though? <laughs> porn, porn. Uh, it's a, it, it was a while ago. It was like the very beginning. I think it might have been spring training. I think it was last year. Yeah, they literally held year. like an anti-porn seminar for the team. What the fuck? Yeah, it was weird. They, it was like a clubhouse wow. meeting. Is that even allowed? <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh Shoot. Um, do you guys think that a universal DH is coming to the game? Please, every I year hope we not. say the same I think thing. it is, but I hope not. This is this is an age old conversation. So <laughs> I know, but that's why I keep bringing it up. Yep. Please make it happen, but I, I have no expectations. Oh, um, I'm gonna talk about. Uh, I'll get to my my takeaways now. If you had, if you guys don't have anything else to add to that, so one of them was Jacob Degrom's miraculous season of <laughs> of no wins, basically, and probably one of the the highest caliber pitching seasons that we've ever seen. So <laughs> that. I, I, I still can't explain it, just how only bad the Mets, the Mets offense Only the Mets. But, like, it's just... I mean, did, did Felix not have a similar season he, set, he still though? Won, like he, still won thir- he, won he still won 13 games. games that season. and He just lost just, 12. And he was nowhere near as good. Like, he was still really good. Nowhere near as good as DeGrom was. This, okay. Like, DeGrom had an unreal season. Like, it was, it's, so, it's so difficult to, to really understand how, how good he was without you know everything else to go along with it like it was just such an unfortunate season in so many ways um i also will shout out japanese babe ruth joining the mlb and you know at least giving us a little snippet of what what could be um tommy john surgery sucks and uh i think a lot of people saw it coming but you know at least at least we have him man we got otani yeah like there's gonna be so many new Otani babies in the next in the coming years, like twenty years <laughs> from now, we're gonna see the Reds trading Otani, I don't need Otani Markazi to the to the, <laughs> to the Dodgers in a salary dump. So um, exciting times there. Um, I don't even know what else. Oh, I, I've said it. Otani Markazi for million, uh yeah exactly uh, I've said it so many times over the course of this this season this year the American League is so much better than the National League I'm just, like, just talent wise performance wise it was ridiculous I mean praise Jacob Degrom and some, like a lot of the pitchers in the the National League too but my God when you look at just the statistical breakdowns of so many of the individual players the team records the I don't know what are, what are they doing in the National League? Like, get get your shit together, guys. It's not like there's some dynasty caliber 
franchises in the American League right now. And the National League's got a few too, but it was just such a huge difference in performance. And I think the weirdest thing is that the National League won the in, in interleague play the series versus the American League, which I just don't understand. It's it's baseball. I'm pretty sure this year was like the first year that they'd done it in in the last like 15 years or something like that. I can I can fact check that, but like that's is that not one of the weirdest things? Like if you were to to look back on this year and say that the National League won the interleague series against the American League, that that would sound ridiculous. So I don't know. I would say I would say the American League was um the top teams were definitely better than the top teams in the National League, but the bad teams in the American League were absolutely terrible. Shout out to the Orioles, man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, yeah, I they, still can't believe that. I, my, my prediction from the beginning of the season, they almost beat it, not the Marlins. Yeah, the Marlins were supposed to be the worst team in baseball by far, by most people's approximations. And then but the, supposed to be it doesn't mean anything in baseball. Guys, the 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 Orioles finished sixty one games back of the Red Sox. <laughs> they, they, they I think they set they set or tied the record for the earliest uh, playoff or like division elimination. They set they they were more games behind than any other division. Okay, not any other division than any of the National League divisions. Like totaled up games behind combined if that made any sense so like in the nl west teams were a combined what is this like 40 40 something games behind and the the orioles were 61 games behind that's that's ridiculous oh man the yeah they 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 i think they were eliminated from contention on the 20th or 19th of august so what ray was saying (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, this is this just, is this is nice. We this is a fun way to to look back on a on a season where a lot of really bizarre stuff happened. Um, let's let's get to uh, one bold prediction each for the rest of this off season. I'm, I'm sure most of them will revolve around Machado or Harper or, or something or a trade maybe. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know Who, who's got who's got something. Who's, who's, who wants to start? Is anybody actually ready? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll That's, go. Um, okay. <laughs> this is this is just to bold for being bold's sake. Corey Kluber and Trevor Bauer will go to the same team in the same trade. Whoa. And Not it'll be the Padres. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying what team. Um, but just being bold for bold's sake. If you want to be uh, really bold. That'd be, that'd be interesting that. to see. Do you – yeah – uh, that is pretty bold. Good job, Ray. Here, here's my, not here's mine. The Mets will not be able to get. Uh, the, I mean, the Marlins are not be able to get Jacob Degrom for. I'm more, sorry, I'm butchering my own joke. <laughs> the Marlins will not be able to get Syndergaard for JT Real Muto. Boom. Yeah, there we go. Super Bowl. That's already happened. It's come true. Technically, it could always happen. Because I mean, it won't guess, happen. But... That's my. That's like a negative one on the bold scale. Yeah, I think so. That's the opposite of bold. I mean, how how bold do you um, want it? 
repeating what has already happened? I don't know. Uh, I don't know I what the opposite about... of bold is. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, not bold. <laughs> um, I mean, if you want to go, just like what Ray said, to be bold for bold's sake, um, Kluber is going to be traded to the Mets. Ooh. To the Mets. Wow, that is Kluber. That is quite yeah. bold. Huh. That pitching staff after that, if they can stay healthy. Yeah, that that is pretty interesting. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. We keep talking about the Indians pitchers. I'm pretty sure neither of them are getting traded because the Indians <laughs> did a lot of work to make sure that they didn't have salary concerns to keep those guys. But I don't know. We're, we're thinking bold right now. We're thinking big. All right, I'm going to go with this. Despite the recent rumors, I'm going to say the Yankees get neither Machado or Harper. I don't know if you guys consider that actually bold, but considering... Recently bold. That's, bolder, that's mostly just than... about Machado, though, because... Yeah. That's bolder. That's still bolder than what you said before. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. I, I, got another, I got another super bold one. Uh, Jerry DePoto will make another trade this offseason. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, He'll make another trade in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. We I'm might have breaking sure news just, on this podcast. He's just perpetually trading players around. Just the sports writers don't even bother keeping up with it now because most of it – He traded Cano again? How? <laughs> he's, he's trading players he doesn't even have. <laughs> um, I guess I guess I didn't really give a, a bold prediction, did I? Um, Bryce Harper signs with the Rockies. Boom. Let's go. To play catcher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I can I actually make that mine? I, I think I think that I want that to be mine. Sure. It's a that uh, was a joint bold prediction right there. How about this? Everyone give me a team that they think UC Kikuchi is going to. <laughs> oh, the Japanese guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how how close the the pronunciation was to actually being right there. I'm curious. You say Kikuchi song. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we can't post this podcast. This <laughs> one's going in the the secret archives. Um, I'll, the 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 Diamondbacks. I don't know. <laughs> I'll go Giants. Right. Right. Oh and then Depoto will trade him. No, he'll turn yeah. him into a position player. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Baseball is such a crazy sport, even when nothing's happening. I love it so much. All right. Well, I think that's... a crazy story that I just found. Um, so, Trevor Williams, the Pirates pitcher. Yes. That was, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? He's talking about the tweet. Yes, so he got mistaken for Bryce Harper by a waiter, and he told that waiter that he was going to the Yankees. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> and it doesn't sound like he told him he wasn't Bryce Harper and was just kidding. Trevor <laughs> Trevor Williams got mistaken for the. I guess they both have a beard, but other than yes. that, just how and why? <laughs> the, the waiter got really happy because he said he was from the Bronx, so at least he made a waiter happy. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Wow, I'm looking them up, and they look so little alike, except for the fact they're white and have beards. Yeah, exactly. 
I can I, I can picture them both right now, and that's it's not particularly close. The fact I, that you have to look him up. Too. I miss I miss their. I had no idea who that even was until you I just miss, mentioned it. I miss his podcast. He does a podcast with um Stephen Brault, the two of them. The yeah. Bring back IMHO guys. I, I want to listen to more of it. Uh, they don't talk about baseball, thank God. Um, this, see how far that's gotten us. So, I think this is a good place to uh, to end it off. We we got the whole crew together one more time in 2018. I'm so I'm so happy that we got to do this. This is this is great. Uh, we'll be we'll be back. I swear on re- New Year's resolution on a regular consistent basis. Once, if not multiple times Hopefully, per week. Also on the writing end of it. <laughs> on any end of it, we'll be we'll be on it. This is not even on the It's NBA not over. Yeah. Uwe, Uwe is back in the states. I think that is a huge help. And uh. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, Uwe Mason <laughs> just came off the DL. I yeah. I, I, I will say this, as much as much as we want to pour as much as we can. Uwe is the guy who makes all this come together. So thank you. Ah, oh, you guys. Love you, Uwe. Ah. Oh. I'm, you guys are making Aww. me cheer up. I, I need I need to play the outro music soon, but um I I should uh should at least thank everybody one more time and tell them where they can uh you know do all the things. Check out beattheshiftbaseball.com for all our podcasts and everything else. Uh, tweet us at beattheshiftbp. We're we're on Facebook and other places too. Um I. I don't, I don't even remember the whole spiel. It's been it's been a crazy time all over the place. I don't remember how to do this, but thank you, everybody. Did you tell them about our MySpace? Um, no, that's that's un- being unveiled soon. We can't announce that yet. But thank you, everybody, for sticking sticking with us through an insane 2018. Um, all three of you that happened to stumble upon this one in particular and clicked to the very end. Um, really appreciate it, and uh, we'll be back with more. Most. All right. Take care. As always, Farbode. Peace.